Peace, family. Welcome to She Is Enlightened podcast featuring me, Valerie. It's been a hot second since I did a podcast. Not two, maybe a hot second ago. But anyway, this particular segment, I'm going to be a guest speaker with God With Many Visions on his podcast called Convos with Living Legends. And the topic will be spirituality in the melanin community and just how it affects people in general. So welcome. Thank you in advance and um, enjoy the show. Peace to the goddesses, peace to the gods. This is another episode of Convos with Living Legends. You already know this is your host, God with Many Visions. And you know what? First and foremost, I'd like to give a big shout out to our special guest for episode 28. It was uh, We had a very great conversation. I'll give a shout out to Alisa Heath. Alyssa Heath. Sorry for messing up your name, Queen, but we spoke on all things finances and how we as the melanin community, we can empower ourselves through our finances and learn more how we can, you know, build on group economics and things of that nature. But today, I got a very, very, very special guest. Um, this this woman here, very special woman to me. You know, this goddess, you know, is always love on this side. You know how the gods, you know how the God do. You know, let's let's give a warm welcome to the goddess herself. Hey, okay. I guess I had to introduce Yeah, we, we, we letting you introduce yourself, I goddess. Guess. <laughs> letting you, you know what I mean, enlightened Nubian goddess. I guess I had to. No, it's enlightened spiritual goddess. On on IG, yes. I guess I have to introduce myself. Well, uh, my name is Valerie, and I'm on Instagram as enlightened spiritual goddess, yes. like um, Black um, God with Many Visions just stated. Um what else can I say about myself? I'm a mother, <laughs> a sister, a daughter, a auntie, um, a melanin divine being. Ashay. Um, so yeah, like let's let's get into the convo. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Um, first and foremost, goddess, we would like to thank you for coming on this check-in on this platform, like blessing us with your presence. I'm truly grateful for that. And um knowing knowing the goddess that you are, like this is going to be a dope topic and we speaking on spirituality like i can't wait so when you hear the term spirituality what does that mean to you um first i want to say thank you for having me on your show and with such a great introduction i really appreciate the love um and honestly the question is what do i think of when i hear spirituality spirituality what does that mean to you uh there's so many ways that I could um, define it. However, I feel like, you know, to kind of do the society with defining it where it comes to like ghosts and ancestors and things of that nature, I'll stick with that for now only because um, with spirit, I know it's bigger than what we think it is and what we assume it is. You know what I'm saying? I know that um, sometimes you can't really define it in words because spirit is actually a feeling more than, um, words to put together. But so I would just say, you know, when I hear spirituality, I think of ancestors, <laughs> I think of the dead, I think of, um, 
I think of low vibration beings, honestly. I think about beings from other galaxies, from other um, portals, from other dimensions. Um, I think very large, like my thought process goes way out the box when I think about spirituality. So it's not, it doesn't stay with just ancestors with me. It kind of go further than that. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think about yourself? Because I do feel that we are all spirits in a sense. We are all spirits here on this earth to accomplish a mission. So more times than not, when I hear spirituality, I think about myself, knowing that I'm a spiritual being. I'm a spirit in itself. What What do you say to that? Um. You know, it's interesting because I think when we start learning about anything like when you get to a place of just learning about life right the older we get the more we start learning about life and we have these definitions to define you know what we think we are or what we are not so for me there was a moment where i felt like spirituality for me is like i'm spirit first right and then i had to really think about that because it's it's like I've learned that spirit, how can I say this? Like the planet is a spirit. The planet holds a spirit, right? Okay. And for a minute, I used to feel that my spirit was the planet's spirit. But I realized that it isn't. It's two separate spirits. So when it comes to me and think about myself as a spiritual being, I'm still actually learning who she is. And what that energy is. For now, I know that she's loving. <laughs> I know she could be um, she could be vindictive. <laughs> I know that she's caring. She's very protective. You know, I can't sit there and make it seem like she's this great divine everything because I'm still learning. However, I do know my core. And and when I say that, meaning like generally my my intentions is always, you know, not to hurt no one or anything like that. So I will say. If I think about myself when it comes to being a spiritual being, I'll say I'm I'm love. <laughs> I must I must agree with that. But also, you know Did I answer the question? Yeah. Okay. You answered it, you know, I won't say it because there's no right or wrong question <laughs> right, when it comes to spirituality. <laughs> I feel like sometimes you know? I could go <laughs> further with the with the with the, a deeper meaning, right? Right. Well to me, like I also feel that, you know, you just said that your spirit is not the earth spirit. What if all of us as a collective, our spirits accumulate to being the, the earth spirit. All of us on this planet. Well, what I've learned through spirit. <laughs> um, and when I say through spirit, meaning the spirit of the planet. And this, I've learned this through meditation and just sitting and allowing myself to listen. Is that collectively, we all could definitely, we all definitely could pick up the spirit of the planet because it's it's here we're on it right um we could pick up the low vibrations of the planet and the high vibration of the planet right and and that all plays a part with even the other planets that's within the galaxies and that you know do what it do in the universe so yes i do feel that all of us um collectively can pick up the vibe of the planet but I also know that each of us are individuals. So regardless of what we pick up from the planet, we still as individuals have our own spirit. And that spirit alone really what defines 
who you are and you know how you're dealing with life and things of that nature. I truly agree, but also I ask you this, you know, knowing us as melanin beings, we the original on this planet, like how important is it for us to tap back to our spirituality? Because I truly feel that, you know, as the, the initial, as the initial beings on this planet, spirituality is what brought us to life. Spirituality is what aided us or helped us live our day-to-day -day lives, but I feel like we've lost track of that. How do you think, how, you know, what solutions do we have or that we can use or practice for us as a people to get back to that phase where we're one, we're in tune with spirit and our spirituality? You know what? What's interesting about that question is that we are so far away from our original state that it will be so much filtering that we would, we have to go through in order for us to get back to that that purest form right and i say that because the influence on the influence on society in general is so challenging and so to get back to that divine pure state it's a lot of work. It's a lot of psychological work. It's a lot of, you know, filtering what you are and what you are not. Absolutely, it's important. Um, it's obtainable. We can do it. But somebody, you have to be committed, literally, <laughs> to allowing yourself to feel your your bullshit side, you know, the part of you that's straight up fucked up, and um, allowing yourself to feel the part of you that want to grow and and be better and allowing yourself to just allowing yourself just to feel yourself in general and a lot of people don't like to look in the mirror and kind of identify with their flaws or identify with the parts of them that's you know that has harmed people that has um caused trauma to other people's lives some people know you know on some intentional level their intentions wasn't genuine so a lot of time people don't want to face that reality. So, but the but honestly speaking, in order for you to be to get back to that divine, that divine element, we got a lot of filtering to do, and it's really challenging because society, the world, just the way things are made up at this moment in time. I mean, look at us. We're in this pandemic. They're trying to force people to take a jab. And they're having people um, question their morals right now. <laughs> like, like, that's a lot of shit to go through. But also, that's a good example of actually understanding who you are divinely. You know, like getting back to source. So, um, it's very important. But before I could even say do it, you got somebody, a person have to be committed to actually dealing with their flaws, you know. Like, and not everyone is willing to go that far to admit, you know, um, that they got to do better, you know? So, yeah. Well, I do feel within spirituality, I feel that um, we've definitely lost our way. That's without a doubt. And I think the society and the powers, I won't say the powers that be, but, you know, these hybrids, <laughs> I don't want to blame <laughs> You know, they played a huge part in us losing our spirituality to the point they've given us religion. Right. As a substitute 
of spirituality and like when you when you compare the two you see spirituality is free flowing like water right religion is boxed in right because in religion look at the the different um what's that word i'm looking for um different type of religions you have the right. baptists the protestants the catholics right the Adventists, the buddhists you know and the way they clash with one another when they get into like little disputes or arguments is baffling to me because basically you're all serving the same, you know, master in a sense. Supposedly. Supposedly you're serving the same master in a sense. So like, how do we break away from that? Because I feel that religion destroyed our, our spiritual growth. In so many ways, I feel like religion has taken us to have a boxed up mindset instead of having a free flowing mindset. You know, a person that was once in religion, myself, and I had did like two episodes on my podcast speaking about my journey in religion and how did I get to where I'm at now. So, you know... One thing about spirituality is that you definitely you definitely have to be open-minded even to religion, right? So how can I say this? This is something that I experienced and this is how I know why it's challenging for people to come out of religion, right? So some of my ancestors that are with me now literally as we speak, um they were Christians and they were Catholics. You know, Haitians are big with the Catholic yeah. background, right? Catholicism, so, yeah. Right. So they they are in they they were they're religious. They're religion people. They believe in Jesus and and all that stuff. So I have been in situations where I felt good about something. Let's just say something there was a breakthrough in my life and I was just like elated with joy. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so good. Yada yada yada. So I witnessed my energy feeling like I'm supposed to praise Jesus. Like I <laughs> felt that before. Now mind you, I was in the church, right? But what I'm, was that song? Jesus <laughs> love me. Yes, I that love. wasn't a praise, but I'm just yes, <laughs> but absolutely, right? So I felt like I was supposed to be saying, Thank you, Jesus, right? And I knew that. That wasn't me. So what I'm saying to you is that sometimes our ancestors allow us to kind of... It, it, sometimes our ancestors make it challenging for us to come out of the box of religion. Because if your ancestor was praying Jesus, if your ancestors was just in that mindset and in that box, like you said, with religion, then they still have that same energy when they pass on. So what happened is, and our ancestors with us, and their their blood th flows through us. All of that is it's like this big ball of just connection, right? So you may feel like you want to break through out of religion, but if you got some, if like if let's say you got ten ancestors with you, and fucking like eight of them, eight of your ancestors are hardcore body, they was in the church. They were passing the plate. They was doing the praise dances. And they were speaking in tongues and all that. Even though that is part of spirituality from 
way back in the days, right? Just being in tune with the elements of the planet and, you know, things of that. So all those things do play a part in spirituality. But like you said, because it's in a box and now you put Jesus and Holy Spirit, you put these titles on it. So it kind of stayed there, right? So if you got eight ancestors that used to praise dance and just be all that. And, and two of them is like warriors. And then it's you. <laughs> so now you got to learn how to, when you feel feeling elated or something, you got to learn how to not praise Jesus. You have to learn how to be tapped into yourself to be like, all right, thank you, spirit, or thank you, whatever you want to, whatever gratitude way you want to say, right? But I've learned that those spirits, those ancestors, their energy <laughs> could actually have you still thinking that you're supposed to praise Jesus, pray God, whatever, you know, Allah, however the fuck it goes, right? It, it, it keeps you in that energy field. So that is the, yo, I, I literally witnessed through experience of this. And I was just like, listen, guys, <laughs> I, I had to tell my, my ancestors, I was like, I don't do Christ. Well, I'll take that back because Christ is another yes, topic another. from Jesus. I don't do Jesus. I don't do church. I had to tell them that. <laughs> And it may sound crazy, but it's true. It's true. And this is just my experience. So I feel like a lot of people that struggles coming out of religion is because their ancestors played a major, major role out of it, right? So now we got to get to a place of, uh, honestly, if you, if you like look up, let's say, um, Knights of, what's that? Because the um, Council of, the Council of Nicaea, Nicaea Council, one of those. Um, you could literally look up the religion of Christianity. You could look up, you know, there's so many things that you could look up. And then you will find how the religion of Jesus started. If you look up how religion started in regards to Jesus and all this other stuff, and you get that knowledge yourself, that is the best way to kind of break out of it if you want to. Because some people actually like that shit. They probably want to stay yeah, in do. a box of religion. Maybe that's their comfort zone, right? Comfort, comfort. And if, I guess if you ain't hurting nobody, then so be it, right? I get, what can I say? I mean, who am I? To, I'm not going to judge. But what I'm saying is that if it's a struggle to come out of religion, because it is a box mindset, it keeps you in this box thought process and sometimes emotion, it makes you not like you always going to blame everything else besides yourself. Sometimes, I mean, been there, done that, you know? So, so I feel like to, to kind of come out of it is to actually educate yourself. Like this is where education comes in. This is when you actually should study and do research. Like research is good for stuff like this, because once you learn that, you know, there's such a bigger picture of how they created this, um, this uh, box or whatever, then you'll you'll want to come out of it, you know. Because religion in a dictionary means to bind back to self. You see. So how many people know that? Like, if religion means to bind back to yourself, but yet it makes you bind to something else. Uh -huh. Right there, you're already doing a disservice. Right there is an oxymoron, right? So this, I, I would say, this is when people need to really, truly educate themselves. Like, dead ass. Like, look it up. Look up the popes. Look all the... There's so much things that you can look up. Look up Caesar Borgia. Yes. Yeah, look up how that whole image came okay. into play. 
you'll be surprised. Like if you look that stuff up and you start seeing it for yourself, now the eight ancestors that's with you, <laughs> you know, they will have to just go be, about their business. And <laughs> if not, just go about their business, but they'll have to respect you because some spirits, some of our ancestors don't, they don't give a fuck. They're going to do what they do. They're going to have their energy the way they're going to have their energy. That's yeah, so true. So you got to learn to have a relationship with the ancestors that are with you. You know what I mean? Because we still need them, you know, to do things in the unseen that we cannot do. Ashe. You know what I mean? So it's not more so that you want you don't want them around, like, you know, but you, like seriously, you got to let them know, like, this is what I'm doing. And so the two warrior ancestors, they will become stronger and that will help you in your walk as a spiritual being or, you know, getting to know yourself in spirit. Now, I totally agree. For, for me, I'll just say this, moms. If you're listening, my Yolen, you know what I mean? When you pass away, don't be my ancestor, okay? Because I know how you like the Bible thump, and I don't need you trying to sway me Yo, I'll be to thinking. Jesus, okay? I don't need you swaying me to Jesus. Leave her alone. And how you going? Listen to all my Bible thumpers out there. Listen, love is always love, because if you melanin, I'm going to always have love for you, but this is where we separate. Yeah, you know, you religion. I'm spiritual. I'm not gonna hate you. I'm not gonna hate you anymore. I'm not gonna love you any less, because at the end of the day, we both fight the same battles, and I just want people. But to... see, that's see, there goes the cash twenty two. We're fighting the same battles, right now. Here's the thing: if you do research on religion or how things had how Christian, let's just do Christian Christianity real quick. If we did, if someone did a a research on Christianity, the story of Jesus, and which we know by mm, this day and motherfucking age, you know what I'm saying? Two people was all of a sudden came into the planet, and all of a sudden they had sons, and all of a sudden one son killed the other son or whatever, and then another son goes out and gets somebody pregnant. Where did this other person come from? That the, so that sounds already, like a hybrid story. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a hybrid story. So we already know, like, just the stories alone after a while as an adult. Listen, children know that shit be sounding weird and they're like, what the fuck? But what I'm saying to you is that just off of research alone, if you did that and you understood the, the foundation of why Christianity was started, this is when we are not the same. Because if you're still going to choose to follow that energy... And you know that there's so much things that these people have done to make sure that you are not connected to your divine self and that you are not connected to your soul and your, your inner soul and that energy like that. Like, why would I want to rock with you? Like, I mean, yeah, I'm being true. honest. We're, we're not the same. We're not the same because once you do that research, now you under, you start understanding the psychological aspect of the fucking government and the shit that they do. Like, I mean, you, you really got to... Allow yourself to um, to want to do the research. You know, you have to. The way I feel, I feel like as melanin beings, we had spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, okay, they say we were enslaved. That's another topic for another day. Mm -hmm. We were enslaved. Okay, so during the enslavement, what happened to our spirituality? I feel that whoever these hybrids were, they took our spirituality from us. They gave us religion. And in turn, they took our spirituality, they used it against us mm -hmm. for the benefit of them. Mm -hmm. So with with all that being said, like all these conversations I may have, you know, especially with my mother, 
another of her cohorts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like two for now because I've come to the conclusion I cannot change their mindset. Right. On how they look at spirituality and religion. And they can't change my mindset. So I'm okay, I'm okay to agree to disagree. Right. But knowing there's so much agreement and disagreement within the melanin community, yo, is there is there a way where we all could get in all get in line and know this is the way, spirituality is the way, and it's not religion? Because I don't want people to think this podcast we are bashing religion. We're not bashing religion. You know, if religion works for you by all means. Excuse me. If, if if religion works for you, thank you. If religion works for you, by all means. I just don't want people to feel like we're bashing it. Excuse me, because I feel that spirituality is the way. You know, and just because that's my belief, it may not be your belief, and I'm okay with that. Right. But religion does have a form of spirituality in it. Uh, absolutely. There there is a form of spirituality in it, and it's depressing at times the conversations I have. And I feel like our people are still in the matrix. Right. When it comes to that, you know, so like, shout out, quick, quick plug, you know, shout out to all the people who've been supporting the Black Matrix brand, you know what I mean? <laughs> Go on blackmatrix.com, right. blackmatrixmerch.com right. to grab you. You know, we got all the drip for you, but. Get the plug in, get You know, the I got to hit the plug in, but <laughs> knowing that we're in this matrix and we're trying to break out of it, most of us, we have broken out of it, but. At the same token, we know we have to survive within this matrix. Like, how concerning is it for you? Um, you know, knowing that all this surrounds us. I don't think it was as concerning now as it was before. Because I have gotten to a place that as long as I allow my children to understand what's going on in this world and give them jewels... And they, you know, with the jewels that I give them, they learn from it. They do their own research. All I can do is just, you know, make sure that they use wisdom and, and move accordingly. As far as everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> it, yo, you know why I'm saying it? Because I'm such the person to really care about everybody else, right? But honestly, everybody else don't be caring about everybody else like that that's true and so i'm like what in the world am i doing like i will put such a heavy burden on myself thinking about you know society and why this person doing this and how come y'all doing that yo at this moment in time my first my first pri like my priority when it comes to importance of it is my children my children is very aware how i am they know the kind of language i speak when it comes to Topics like this. I don't told my daughter what to do when I go. <laughs> I told her uh, literally I have these are the conversations I had with my children. I have soul conversations with them. I have past life conversations with them. Like so for me, it's more like it starts at home. So when it comes to everybody else, I don't know how, like all I could do is like conversations like what we're doing now. Right. Yeah. And, um, just be myself, right? Just genuinely just be myself. And if it resonates with somebody and it's like, all right, this is where it's at, then hopefully, you know, that person spread it, that another person spread it. And, and that's, you know, we just continue that type of energy. However, but I can't sit there and, and make it seem like it's, it's that important to me the way it used to be because I've this, this too much. Like at this moment in time, there's so much, like you said, 
they took us away from our divine selves, right? Our, our elements. Well, we're still in our elements. Let's not get this twisted. We're still in our elements. It's just been so manipulated, right? And that's the thing. So they take us away or they manipulate the elements. And now they use what we have done and what we know to do against us, right? And it's working. It definitely, it definitely is. <laughs> it's, it's working. What they're doing works. It, it, because what we was doing, it works. And mm -hmm. they knew that it worked. So they, they said, oh, shit, let's do it. So now they're doing it and it's working. And so that means there's so many people that's under spiritual warfare. There's so many people that's under attack that, yo, this may sound crazy, but it's whatever because this is the topic, right? Yesterday, I was driving past a cemetery, right? And I already, you already know cemetery. There's, going, there's a whole loop of ancestors there hanging around and everything. And I literally just felt the urge to say, yo, y'all make sure y'all don't go inside of people and possess them. Like I said that <laughs> because you know what? Because a lot of spirits want to go into human bodies and live out life. That is true. And so because I know that, right? And because these mother effers that unflip the script on us, they know that shit too. This is why it. This is why I say I can't focus on the outside. I could do yet so much. Yeah, sure. I could do yet so much, and and definitely, I'm always sending positive vibes. I'm always. Don't get me wrong. I definitely send that universal energy mm -hmm. and everything. But nah, I gotta make sure my children understand this shit. I gotta understand. I gotta make sure that they they get it. You know, so they could know how to move in this matrix and not just survive in the matrix, but make it happen. You know, just like surviving sometimes. That's what got a lot of people fucked up. And, You've and, been surviving for far too long. And coming out of your divine self, because when we be surviving, we be, it's too much um, compromising and doing things we don't got no business doing. You ain't never lied about that. So I ask you this, though. You know, let, let's get away from religion because I don't want, I don't okay. want, I don't want our people to say, "Oh, we bash it, you know, like Jesus." All right, whatever. Okay. So we're gonna ask Valerie herself, enlightened spiritual goddess, what got you on your spiritual journey? What was that light bulb moment that you had that made you go on your spiritual journey? Honestly, I do not know. <laughs> I don't know, and I say that to say because I really don't know. I think it's. I'll, I don't know. Maybe it was my dreams. Maybe it was my dreams because I used to have a lot of, um, I used to have a lot of spiritual attacks in my dreams. I used to have a lot of, what do you call that? Um, the succubus? Not, what do you call those type of dreams where, um, they be holding you down? That's the succubus. But those it's are, called something else. I um, forgot the name of the dreams, but. It's know. something, oh God, it's a certain name of. When spirits hold you down, not in a sexual way, but in a way to scare Kill you. Scare you, yeah. Right. Um, paralyzed. I think it's called paralyzed. Uh, um, paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis, paralysis. Something like that. So I used to experience that a lot back in the days. And I, I didn't understand why, but I, I experienced it a lot. And I think maybe that's what kind of allowed me to eventually start paying attention to you know, just paying attention. Cause I can't say it was like just one day, poop, it, it popped. And even if it, that was it, I don't recall that day. You know, I just know that my dreams played a major part of me realizing that there's more to this. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I was a dreamer 
from young, you know, I had a lot of visions and spirit used to show me a lot of um, revelations when I was younger. So as I got older and I'm going through these sleep paralysis and all this other stuff, then I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm starting to pay attention. And also religion, religion, me coming out of religion and trying to find, you know, who I am or what's going on with me. I always was a person to like, where did I come from? You know, I, I was always that person, always thinking out the box. Like, it's not, it can't just be this. It has to be more than this. Like, what planet am I from? I was, I'm that I'm person. I'm ready to go back home. Yeah, you understand? I'm like, ready to go I'm, back home. I'm like that. I won't, listen, we, we stay having conversations about being ready to go back home. But, um, yeah, I was, I was just that person. And so, eventually, I just started allowing myself to embrace that person. I don't know when exactly. I could, I mean, definitely in New York a few years back, you know? Um, but when I moved to Georgia, I think I allowed myself to be more exposed. I exposed myself more, right? I did a, a tower reading for a sister that I know a couple of days ago, and I know her from New York. I used to work with her. And, you know, my New York people, when I was up there, they know Valerie to be somewhat of a conspiracy theorist, you know, because they know I'd be like, nah, the government or whatever I would say, you know. But um, when I did the reading for her, she was, when I even posted that I was doing reading, she was like, you do readings? And I'm like, yeah. And so when I did the reading for her, she was just taken, she was, I won't say taken back, but it was just like, wow, Valerie, you really doing stuff like that. And I was like, exactly. People would never no. think that, but this is who I always been, you know what I mean? So I can't say exactly when it was just, it's just a continuous search of why I have certain, you know, I pick up certain vibes or certain relationships or whatever. Yeah. So how important would you say your spiritual journey has been in your life? Oh, you being on this journey, right. how important has it been for you? At this point, I'm learning that I have to have a balance. Because I could be too spiritual. How <laughs> <laughs> can one be too spiritual, though? Because sometimes I feel like when you feel too much and you like, because spirituality is it's a feeling. It I is. mean, besides the ones that have gifts that can see spirits, <laughs> you know, there are some people out here that have special gifts and they can see I spirits. I wonder who are these people. There are. are some. And those people that can see spirits, um, they kind of have that, I won't say advantage because it's a gift. So it's not an advantage. It's just something that they have another, you know, um, way of learning more about spirits, right? So let's say if you could see it, you might could see death coming before. <laughs> you might could see something coming before the average person, right? So for me, when I say I could be too spiritual is because I could feel so much that I would not want to do things. I will allow myself to kind of stay away you know and now i'm learning because i have to allow myself to experience life now i'm because i know my i know myself you know i'm learning myself more i can be out more i can i could allow myself to experience the world more without um feeling like I'm, 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 I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, I have to know that I'm protected. And that's what I mean when somebody could be too spiritual. I mean, at least for me, like it would leave me, lead me to not do things. Cause I'm like, I'm not going out in that muck 
that's out yeah. there of of a world of spirits. I'm not doing it. Like I will really reserve <laughs> in my own little uh, hermit mode. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that you mentioned that because a thought process I always had was, how can one be too spiritual when we all spirits live in a human experience? Mm -hmm. And you breaking it down that we do need that balance. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we all live in the human experience. Exactly. So we have to be in the moment, living that ex human experience and not be too much in our spirit. So you basically just answered a thought that I, I've been thinking for the longest. Right. And it's, and and then even with the human experience, that's also like a, a catch-22 because you don't want to allow our human experience to be like, you don't want to take it on where it weighs you down. That is true. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to learn or find that balance in this shit. Because, I mean, this is what I'm learning now. But in order for me to create the balance, I had to be too spiritual. It's as if I was so spiritual. I literally was like, everything is, I can feel this. Nope, this ain't right. Nope, this, I feel. <laughs> and it's like, I feel, I feel. Nope, can't do that. No, mm -mm, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm tired of doing this. Ain't going to do this anymore. Like, nope, it's over. And sometimes I can do things prematurely. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm picking up that vibe and I'm not allowing myself to play things out. And if I don't play it out, then is it, sometimes you could cut a fortunate uh, opportunity, to be honest with you. You know, and this is just my experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you could cut out, uh, uh, I have lost opportunities, you know, because I felt like I'm not going out there with that, you know, because it's just, yo, it's so crazy. On the spiritual, psychological, that warfare is deep it's heavy out there but did you really lose the opportunity well because if, if you really think about it sometimes the universe our life are set a certain way to go a certain path did we really lose on opportunities that wasn't really meant for us or well i would say this the journey this i don't think there's like a straight line to this journey never is it can't be i feel like it's zigzag right in. right even if you look at the constellations they all got curves well lines that goes here and angles and everything like that so i don't think you know the journey is a straight line but the destination is always the same right yeah. and and that's just the transition to the you know just transition out the body and shit so the end result usually is what it is yeah. the journey goes it it goes whichever direction it goes right so in a sense no i guess it doesn't look like i you know missed opportunities but at the same time i think i could have prevented Something certain like hardships i think sometimes we could prevent certain um challenges that we go through you know what i mean if we allow ourselves to fully you know experience certain things you know so that's that's what i mean by that so with your spiritual your spiritual journey how key has your spiritual journey been to you healing um from traumas it's from... it's everything that part is everything for me because i have to allow myself to feel um i have to allow myself to feel my hurt you know the other day i saw a post um this one says on ig she does um zodiac um readings or uh, whatever and she has said something about identifying with the healing instead of the trauma and I, that resonated with me so much because i was like oh shit because i will allow the trauma to kind of like like it's the, like i'm hurt so i'm moving off of 
me being hurt and feeling sad and I might react off of that. But if you identify with the healing, which is more uplifting yeah. and and just, you know, the innocence and stuff like that, um, it feels better. So in regards to spirituality, when healing for me, it's everything. Because spirit, this is how you know who you are. Like, how do I know Valerie? Like, I, when I transition, I don't want Valerie, the spirit, to be like this bitter-ass spirit in the spirit world, ancestor around my children. Nah. And I'm harboring this. I'm still harboring shit from when I was in the physical form. Like, that sounds really... I love my children way too much too for me much. to do some shit like that. And look, I, how about I love myself way too much because... Once I'm in the spirit world, that's it. <laughs> it's not like even if your soul reincarnate, I ain't gonna reincarnate back to Valerie. Yeah, I'm not coming back. I mean, exactly. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm not coming back. I think I live too many lives mm -hmm. on this planet. Thank you, Mother Earth. I love you. I know Mother Earth stands for me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, oh, I know it stands for me. Me. <laughs> I love you, Mother Earth. We had a great time. Right. You know, um, I'm gonna. Accomplish all the missions that was given to me on this lifetime. I'm gonna complete it and then yeah I, I wholeheartedly agree, but that's what I'm saying But even in the melanin community, right? Like this conversation that we're having this is super taboo Like it's not like heads is really trying to have this kind of kind of conversation, right? No one really thinks about when they out when they transition no one thinks about that but I will say a aha moment of me um, learning spirituality is when I used to read the Quran because there was a moment of time that I used to read the Quran, and um, and why did I read the Quran? Because I wanted to understand every, as much aspect of religion and life. I want to understand it with my own self, right? Some people literally do not read the Bible, the anything. They do not experience these things. All they do is speculate and off of other people's lives and then they'll comment and they'll react off of that. I refuse to be that person. So I read the Quran and when I was reading the Quran, it was some, it was some words that was like constantly being reinforced in the Quran. And I used to be like, why are they keep on saying, oh, it was the afterlife. They'll say afterlife, something afterlife. And I'm like, why did they, why do they say that? And one day it just popped in my head. I said, oh shit. They talking about when you die. This is about the transition. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh my God, this whole thing is about preparing you to transition. And once I got that, man, listen, I was like, oh, okay. Okay, this is what it's about. So, um, yeah. But it, it, seem, it seems that way in religion that, excuse uh -huh. me, in, thank you, with all the, um, these spirit, these religious, um, factions or the, the denominations they all believe in the afterlife whether it's heaven right hell whatever right. it may be they all believe in the afterlife for us spiritual beings i feel like we either gonna ascend back to you know whatever galaxy universe right planet we're originally from or we're just, right. we just gonna come back on this earth because we probably didn't complete a, a spirit mission right our spirit has a mission right that we did not accomplish on mother earth that we got to come back to right right and is it fair to say when you say our spirit it's not spirit of the planet but you yourself, yourself. valerie yes. spirit 
you know, most <laughs> spirit, you know, like your individual spirit. Because I can only imagine, I probably was a tree in one life. You know what I mean? I was being hugged on, getting chopped down, you name it. I probably was a lion in another life or an elephant with a long ass tusk. You know what's so interesting? I actually, because um, just FYI, I do past life readings, yeah, everyone. Put your plug, plug. So, <laughs> better plug that in. Stop so playing. I do past life pendulum readings where I ask about... Um, you know, where you connected with someone in a past life, is there an agreement and things like that in a past life. So if you're interested in any past life readings, by all means, um, what's my the spirit and light? What is and my light and spiritual goddess? She got you. I'm telling you. <laughs> She Wait, does I all don't types think of I'm readings. My IG name. That she, is crazy. She does all types of readings and trust me, when this this episode is sending done. We're going to plug her, even though she forgot her name and she forgot her email <laughs> and her phone number. We're going to get her right. All right, guys? I promise that you. That is too funny. We're going we're gonna to get you right. But you're going to have it in your thing anyway yeah, when you post it. We're going to get you right, guys. But I, I do do, uh, I do, I do <laughs> past life pendulum readings. And one time I asked, was I an animal? And it said no. And I was like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the way you love water, you was in a fish, man, you was in a mermaid. But, but remember, remember, um, but even mermaids, they're not they half and half or whatever. They're not full blown. They have human and half fish or whatever, however it goes. But anyway, um even even with that, that whole reincarnation and, and everything like that, like those are conversations or <laughs> or the the whole heaven and hell and and stuff like that. Like those conversations, a lot of people don't want to have those conversations because nobody want to deal with actually um, accepting that one day you're going you gonna to leave and we're going to transition. Yeah, well, you know, with, with spirituality for me, um, I was running away from spirituality because I guess my mom had made a, such a strong impression on me Yeah, in my life. And, you know, well, what I didn't realize is the the traumatic experiences we've gone through we've experienced you know not through spirituality per se but through religion in a sense where you know i'm not bashing religion but i just felt like i've gone through traumatic experiences in my upbringing because of what my mom believed and because as kids we didn't believe what she believed you know it was a big hassle and things of that nature so you know my spiritual journey has been was rough because it took me a while to take accountability for my actions. Right. It took me a while to take accountability. Like, you know what? I'm not right and exact with myself and I got to start figuring out ways. And, you know, ever since I've been on my spiritual journey, I can actually say I've been healing. Yeah. You know, I can feel like I can actually say I'm not the same person I once was. And like for you, I ask you this, knowing the, the, the woman, you the, the young, the young child, the young girl you were back then and the woman that you are now, like, how did, are you proud of your growth, you know, spiritually speaking? I am. I am. Um, I have to be, because if I'm not, then I'm, I'm, I'm fucking up. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. <laughs> I have to be, because if I sit there and allow myself to look back in time and, and could have, would have, should have, and why did I do this, that, and third, there's no, that's like, I'm not having, there's no growth. So I have to be proud of myself. I have to, I'm still growing. I'm still allowing myself to, um, I want to grow. I, to be honest with you, I found myself being in love, right? There was a moment in time when I used to say I'm in love and I knew I was 
in love and I'm in love with myself, right? I'm in, and I still am. But as of lately, I have found that I am, I'm in love with the unknown now. Like me not knowing, me just looking forward to whatever's to come because I just know whatever it is, it's going to be beneficial. It's going to be based on something that's, you know, for the betterment of myself and whoever else that's aligned with it. That's dope. That's beautiful to me. So now I found myself being um, in love with the unknown where, and the unknown is like darkness. That's like going into a, a dark room that's true. and it's just straight. You don't know nothing. It's just a dark space or not even a dark room. How about just you on a planet and you go to a, a unknown territory in a planet that you ain't never been before in a, at nighttime. <laughs> I won't say daytime cause daytime you can see, you know what I mean? The sun is out, but imagine it when you just got, you know, um, just that dark energy, just that, that unknown space that you don't know what, where you at, you don't know what's next, you don't know how it's going to come to be, you know, so... It sounds for, like you're living in the moment. Exactly. Sounds like you're definitely living in the moment, which I think is a beautiful thing. Exactly. So okay. here's one of my favorite questions I like to ask everybody who comes on my show. Here we go. You know, my, one of my favorite questions is, what would you tell the 10-year-old Valerie at this moment? And what would the 10-year-old Valerie tell this Valerie at this moment? This young 14-year-old Valerie. <laughs> I know, good one, you ain't 14, but 25, though. But what would she tell you? All right, well, first, okay, what would me now tell my 10-year-old self? Uh-huh. My 10-year-old self was one scared-ass little girl. She was scared as life. She was frightened. And what I would tell the 10-year-old me is that it's going to be okay. What was she frightened about? Oh, she was frightened of her environment. Just like you, your relationship with your moms ain't the best. Yes, yeah. Back in the days, um, it, it's some, it's, you know, it wasn't religion for me because I didn't grow up in a religion home. But I grew up in a very um, challenging home, right? And so back in the days, 10-year-old Valerie, yo, Shorty was, Shorty was scared. Like, she was nervous of life. She didn't, and she was scared. She was scared of her mother. She was scared. She was afraid. And so I would just tell her, you know, it's going to be okay. I would just let her know that things would get better. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry. Like, be happy. You know? Sound like a whole song, don't worry. <laughs> but no, honestly, she was she was afraid. She was very afraid. So I would hug her on some real shit. She would get a hug. She a would get so hug. many hugs. She would hug. get hugs. She would get kisses on her forehead. Aww. She I would comb her hair. <laughs> I will I would go shopping with her. I will be her homegirl. I'll be her big sister. Aww. Because that's what I needed when I was ten. Moment. I didn't have that feminine energy. To show me that, um, to you know, to have that, just that feminine connection. I did not have that, and so I was, I was afraid. I was scared as shit, yo. So that's what I would tell the ten year old. I would, I would be her homegirl. I would be her friend. And what would that ten year old little girl tell? Oh my you? God, she would, she would say thank you. She will probably want to be on my hip every day. <laughs> she will probably want to be on my hip until she's comfortable enough to go into the world, but she would appreciate it. She would definitely appreciate it. What's the next age you said? Well, no, no. 
the ten year old speaking to the um the me your now? Age. Yeah, 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 she would just appreciate it. She would appreciate she would appreciate what I'm doing to for her. You know, just mm-hmm. being there, just being that companion, just showing her love and you know, just girlfriend things, you know, going out and just having fun. Yeah, she'll appreciate it. So what would Valerie now tell the Valerie 60, 70, 60-year-old, 75-year-old Valerie? Oh, an older version yeah, of myself? or the older version tell you now. What would me now say to the older version? <laughs> what would me now say to a 70-year-old Valerie? Yeah. Um... Be patient with me. <laughs> Be patient. I didn't forget you. <laughs> I got you. Be patient. I got you. And what would the seventy-year-old say to you. me? Um. Um. I don't know if she would say anything to me. I think she would just. Good job. Yeah, I. You think, don't think she would tell you good job? Are you think, on the right path? I think. Yo, I'm telling you, certain things, there's no words for it. Certain things, it's, just a, head it's a gesture. It's just it's a, a head nod. It's a, yeah. it's a look. It's a feeling. So I think she'll, I think it'll just, I don't know. She'll just be like. She'll just probably be happy to see you doing what you're doing now. It's, it's so interesting because when you ask that question, I am imagining an older version of me. And I could go older as Honestly, like eighty. To be honest, you're still gonna be sassy then. But but that's what I'm saying. Like for me to just go, like I can go as far as just thinking, like as a a eighty year old Valerie. Like she would just be like, like I don't know. It's just one of those like just happy and proud. Well, the reason why I love asking these questions is more times than not, we as humans, we fail to live in the moment, and I realize. It was hard for me to live in the moment. I was always, I either lived in the past or I lived in the future. And I never lived in the moment. And getting into spirituality, spirituality has forced me to live in the moment. Yeah. Because I didn't process my emotions. Mm-hmm. I didn't process my thoughts. Yeah. I didn't process a lot of things. And I realized when you're in spirituality, you have to process these emotions. Yes. Whatever emotions you're feeling, your thoughts, you have to process your thoughts. Your psychological well-being, yeah. You know, even your physical, absolutely. You know, even your physical. So, like, for me, spirituality is such a beautiful thing because I feel like I'm connecting with my source. I'm fin- like I'm connecting with who I truly am. Yes. I feel like I'm deep rooted in, in in that situation. Like to see who I was then and who I am now is like night and day. Right. Like, many nights and <laughs> many, many days. Right. You know. Right. So it's like. I'm proud of where I'm going, and I'm proud that I know I'm only going to grow, grow as a spiritual being, you know, because I feel like we're spiritual beings first and foremost, right. just living a human experience and just trying to, you know, and with, with, with all that being said, like, do you feel there's hope for our people, spiritually speaking? Yes. Yes. Matter of fact, um, I have got a download last year and the hope is actually the division that's the thing we're gonna be divided you know there's gonna be a division there's a division right now yes that's true there's a division right now that's happening right and even with the division it's not even to point fingers or call out names or whatever because to each his own but it's it's a division and because of the division um yeah we gonna we gonna be all right 
but it's gonna be a lot of um you're gonna lose a lot of people in the process shit, we losing a lot of people now wow, yeah that's true a lot of people uh, you know it's funny because they say that the planet is elevating you know we're going into uh, i think the age of aquarius probably kicked in uh, by now i would think I'm not one to be all astrological with these things, but if, you know, they do say that the planet is elevating and it's, and it's shifting into another um, energy field, right? The fifth dimension and things like that. Or So when you think about the fifth dimension and going higher, I mean, when the numbers go higher, that means the frequency have to be higher, right? So the high frequency is love and harmony just all that good feeling stuff right and honestly um everybody is not there a lot of us are getting there right a lot of us are getting there and this is where the separation comes in because some people are still stuck and some people um because they still stuck they don't know or they're not ready to elevate so that means some will not go you know and some will just be staying in a certain frequency until they get it or they just that's that's where they stay at i just feel like the the veil has been lifted off the earth you know she she's taking her she's taking her place back like i feel like she's coming back into her own and she she as she come back into her own i feel like us as melanin folks we coming back to our own slowly but surely and i just i just want to keep on working at it so we can leave a blueprint behind for our babies so our babies don't have to go through what we went through, primarily spiritually speaking. Right. So I must say this was a, a very wonderful conversation. Thank you. And trust me, we're gonna we're gonna have you back on. But okay. I, I, what is one thing you would like to tell our melanin people? Um, honestly, be in alignment. Just you know, own your truth and whatever your truth is. Even if it's religion, please do some research before you say that's your truth because <laughs> there's a lot of debunking in that field right there. But more so, more than that, more than anything, you know, just, just I don't know, just be in alignment as much as you can, and you know, just deal with self, yo. Like honestly, deal with self. You know, um, spread love the best way that you can. You know, like it is the Brooklyn way. Cause we need. <laughs> We need more love right now. We do. And, and with the love, don't don't be a doormat. Though. I'm not saying that, you know, but um but you got we got this, yo. We just got to be dedicated to it to be honest with you. But yeah. And where can the, these beautiful people beautiful people follow you? Find you, reach out to you cuz you know you do have crystals. I do. You do have all type of beautiful crystals. You do readings. You do demonic readings. How to the the face your demons. Yeah. You do the um Past life readings. I do. So I do compatibility readings. Yes, I do. I I do all those readings that God with many visions just mentioned. Um, Because clearly, you know, she gonna forget. So I have to make sure. (laughs) So um, you can find me on IG as what is my IG? Enlightened spiritual goddess. Is that my IG name? I think so. With (laughs) underscores between the enlightened and the spiritual. Golly. Yo, let's help this woman out. We, she needs. <laughs> Where's my healers at? <laughs> hey, yo, God, please don't listen. We need to heal her memory. You know what it is? I got too many mother effing um, IG names. That's what it is. 
Enlightened spiritual goddess, though. Yes, that's def that should be one of mine. But I know God with many vision will post it. So um, <laughs> I got you. I got just you. Just tag you, me. You know, what I, mean? I got you. I'm gonna tag you. <laughs> but I definitely do readings and I do sell crystals and and things of that nature. But thank you once again for having me on your show. This was great. I'll be more than happy to come back and have um, different topics or however it goes. No, I appreciate you. I truly appreciate you, folks. You already know. This is another episode of Convos with Living Legends, episode 29. I thought it was 28. I'm, no, 28 was for Lisa. Oh, my I bad. just wanted to Ooh, shout let her Let me mind my business. You see, she, she, she all in the flow, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 29 <laughs> Episode twenty nine of Convos with Living Legends. I am your host, God with many visions. Peace to the goddesses, peace to the gods, and we out. Peace. Peace, family. Peace, 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 family. Hi, good day, good evening, grand rising, great rising, um, just general welcome. <laughs> it's been uh, a couple of months since I did my podcast. Welcome to She is Enlightened podcast featuring me, Valerie. And um, I just want to thank whoever that's listening. I want to say I appreciate anyone that listens and apply the information in their own lives. Because honestly, me expressing myself this way is something that I'm not totally comfortable with. And I do it anyway because I am at a place in my life when I realize that I have to release my emotions um, more often. I definitely journal, you know, I speak to friends when I can, but I also had to get to a realization that my story and my testimonies can help other people. And I definitely have known this for a good amount of years. It's just that I'm so personal that, you know, I'll share my stories to like, you know, someone that I know personally versus an audience of people that I have (laughs) no idea who they are. So just know this is totally new for me. This is totally out of my comfort zone but at the same time it's part of who I am because I'm I'm friendly I love socializing I love building I love speaking I love having a good time so yeah anyhow once again thank you thank you thank you for listening in and so today the topic of discussion with (laughs) topic of discussion (laughs) I guess Um, The topic of discussion, what I'm going to be speaking about is free will. You know, um, we have heard this term many times before. Before I even go into speaking about free will, just for whoever that is new listening to me, I am a person that speaks about souls, past life spiritual stuff, um, just generally my experience, you know, of 
life, right? And my experience of life, I always bring it to a spiritual aspect. Not just for myself, but it could be, let's say, events that's happening throughout the world or just right here in North America. And I will look at these um, situations, whatever you want to call them, and I will get downloads on what's happening. And I'll just basically get information where I'm able to apply it to myself and just people in general. And there'll be a message of how we as individuals on this planet probably should be um, looking at ourselves or whatever that we're doing just to help this planet continue to elevate and get to a place where we're just not so... um, not so mentally incarcerated and emotionally, if I could say all that. So anyway, so I just need you guys to know that. So anytime, you know, I speak is always going to bring back to spirituality, our souls, whatever. That's just how I am. That's just who I am. It took me a minute to just finally accept that about myself and just move forward. And I'm at a place in my life that Whoever this resonates with and whoever I resonate with, vice versa, where it's bringing me and that person or people to a higher frequency, then so be it. For the ones that it doesn't resonate with, it is okay also. So anyhow, I just had to kind of let that out. So, okay, free will, right? So what does free will mean? We um, have been taught that free will is exactly what it says. The definition, the meaning is exactly what those two words are. Something that's free, it's yours, you're not paying for it, it's, it's there, it's, um, it's accessible. It's like, oh, um, there's water at the lake. I can just go drink water at the lake, right? Oh, there's an ocean. I want to bathe. I'm just going to go bathe in the ocean. You, you know, that's what free, ideally, that is the, um, that is the, the ideal thought process with the word free, right? We could just do it. It's just, you do it. And then, um, will is your desire in a sense, right? So it's, it's your desires, your will to desire, whatever it is that you desire, your free will to do whatever it is. So within the past couple of months, I have been going through some serious, serious spiritual battles, some heavy, heavy downloads, and it brought me to a place where I had to think about this word free will. And of course, I listened to other YouTubers that speak about souls, soul contracts, and spiritual stuff. I tried to listen to YouTubers that has like kind of like the older ones and that's just how I am um you know because it is what it is I just gravitate to like an older population when I listen to certain information don't get me wrong um a lot of you know the us new people cuz I have to include myself in the new people you know we have a lot but when it comes down to certain things that I go through or I guess certain theories that what 
pop up in my mind and I'm just like, hmm, how does this go? And how come this is like that? I would tend to, you know, listen to someone that has been, I guess, in a field uh, for God knows how long. And if what I'm saying resonates, and a lot of time it does, meaning with what they are speaking about, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not bugging. Yeah, it does sound like I need validation, but to be honest with you, sometimes we really dead ass need validation. We do. We do. And it sounds good when, you know, we move how we want to move, but sometimes we really do need it, you know? And it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to fault myself for it. But anyhow, um, so free will is presented in a way where it it's just there. We could do whatever we want to do. Now, that is something that was said in the church. You know, the church would talk about free will and just the whole concept of God and Jesus and the Savior and all these type of mindset. But what I have learned is that I think free will is bullshit. <laughs> Straight up and down. I don't believe that we really have free will. I feel that that is just something that was created for us to move or live life in a certain manner. And what it does is actually create more karma in our lives, right? And the reason why I say that, because a lot of us, all of us, really all of us have soul agreements. We have soul contracts, right? Um, All of us have reincarnated. There's a few of us that are, and when I say few of us, meaning there's a few souls that are new to the planet, but the majority of the planet is reincarnated souls, right? Is That's what it is. We have been here many, 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 many lifetimes. And we have experienced being on this planet in different shape forms, different cultures, different religions, different sex, male, female, however, many, many times. And with all those, um, with all those, what word I want to use with all those, um, encounters we had with one another, we had agreed to something of meeting again, right? So it's like, you know, many of us were married to one another and, you know, the souls was married in another life. And let's say that husband and wife in that life, you know, they loved each other. And it was to a point where once they had went back into the essence in that life, the agreement was when they come back, when they meet again in another life, let's just say the agreement was to support one another, you know, just to show each other that, you know, they're there for them or just to get back together. Who knows? Right. Cause these agreements, God knows they vary. And so that right there is not free. <laughs> that is not free will because if I have an agreement with someone, if there's a contract with someone, um, you know, in the sense, 
the, the agreement rather is to fulfill that contract, right? So that means you're bonded with that contract because that's what contracts are. They're like a, a they're like you bind to whatever the agreement is until it's fulfilled, and then you know you go your own way or you know life goes on accordingly, right? So I don't feel that there's a real thing of free will. I really believe in my heart is bullshit. Um, and also my experience is like, for instance, I have a couple of people that I have met and, uh, that I know that we have soul agreements, you know, we have soul contracts and honestly, with those agreements, it had put me in a place where I felt stuck. I felt stuck and binded, right? Because that's what the agreement is. It binds you. So whenever I choose to do something that's not within the agreement, right? I create more karma for myself. Now, it is said that when we reincarnate, in order to not come back, we have to fulfill what we came to do. And that is the basis of reincarnation. Well, I won't just say to finish what we came to do, because some people actually come to help out other people. Like some souls actually come to assist, uh, you know, other souls. That's just what they do. But generally, it's to learn a lesson until you finally got it, and then you could ascend to wherever your soul goes. Now, this is what has been said, right? So, if in the agreement I have to be binded to someone, and now, let's say me, Valerie, I'm just this human, quote-unquote human, that's another oxymoron that I think is just a term that was created to keep us in a certain box, but that's another, um, you know, that's another topic, but you know, so Valerie's here, she's living her life and she's binded with whoever soul agreement. And as I, as Valerie tried to do other things or when she do other things, you know, Valerie's creating more karma (laughs) because, um, There's emotions that's connected with these agreements. You know, there's emotions and there's reactions, right? And so the more karma someone put on themselves in this life, it's like you have to deal with that karma before you could even go to the next step or whatever that karma is. So in a sense, what I'm saying is that the agreements and these bondages, bondages, well, yeah, that we have with some of these souls, right, is not based off a of free will because a contract is not free. It's not a free will. Now, because it's an agreement. And the reality is, if I don't want to come back, I have to fulfill everything. And I keep on creating more karma. 
how does that go? Like, how do you, how do you break out of that? Right? So I got to a place where I just started saying to myself and, and I would suggest whoever that feels this way also just to start writing out these agreements that they feel that they have with people and saying that they no longer want to be part of the agreement. Because some of these agreements are are um, based on actually tearing us down and creating more karma and making us be in a place where we don't know how to come out of the situations that we're in. It really keeps us in a mental prison. You know, like for instance, just take society. Society will have all of us, I mean, everybody going crazy. Like society would tell us, you know, right now they're trying to tell us for us to be jabbed up is good for us. And there's a lot of people that just don't believe that's true. And they know, forget the belief part, but they know that's not true. That's not true. That's not true for them. But yet we're put in a compromising or people being put in a compromising position where they have to think about what they know is true for themselves or feeding their family and, and taking care of their foundation. Now that's crazy, right? So free will is no, I don't want to take a jab, right? And that's, that should be okay. And I should be able to live my life however I want, wash my hands, um, take my supplements, eat healthy, and just know that I won't be sick. And if I do, I just protect myself, whatever, right? So free will is ideally is to have that mindset, but God knows the, the government society, whatever shows you that that shit don't exist. It just doesn't exist because the ones that are in that mindset and is moving this way is being persecuted, you know? is being persecuted. So how is that free will? How how do we have free will when we have a system right now that shows us that free will don't exist? Right? And so that's what I mean. So when it comes to these soul agreements and these soul contracts, there's no free will in that. Because if I come here and I made an agreement with such and such to fulfill whatever it was, and in that agreement, like for instance, I'll give you a real good example because I know I was saying it very bland earlier. I didn't want to go too in depth, but um, back in the days, well, not too far back in the days, but a few years back, there's a brother that I know, right? And me and this dude, at the time, I did not know our souls knew each other, right? But we hit it off pretty well and we became somewhat decent friends, right? Nothing sexual, nothing like that. We were just cool. Um, and we were, we were hung out. We, you know, party. It was just for the most part, the vibe was fine. Right. So in this interaction with this brother, there was some money involvement, right? Um, where I, I needed a favor, and, um, he was like, all right, this is this such amount of money. I gave him the money and the favor was not fulfilled. Like it, whatever that was supposed to happen didn't happen. So I was like, yo, give me back my money. 
So um, he gave me back the majority of it. Uh, and let's say he kept 10%. <laughs> he kept 10% for himself. Um, intentionally, unintentionally, but some kind of way he kept 10% for himself. Now, ideally, you know, I'm like, dude, yo, you trying to play me. But for whatever reason, my spirit was like, it's okay, Valerie. Just let it go. It's whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I right, fine. Let it go. So I let it go. Um, and that was that. We 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 didn't stay as cool as we as you know as good as friends as we were because of that. That kind of kept that kind of created this little friction where we just wasn't that you know cool peoples like that. We kind of went our separate ways. It is what it is. And that was the end of that, right? So now later on, some years like as of recent, once I started getting into past lives and asking questions and getting answers. And I use my pendulum to ask questions about past lives and things like that. I, um, I asked about me and this brother. Why did I ask? I was asking about everybody, anyone that I felt like I had an immediate connect with, or we just bonded a certain way. I asked whether me, my soul and their soul had a past life. So come to find out, our souls did have a past life. And I was just like, oh, okay. So, excuse me. The next question was, what type of um, interaction did the did the souls have in that life? And come to find out, in that life, the soul that I have basically murdered the soul in that life. You know, took them out or whatever, right? It was beef. I'll say it like that. It was, it was, it was, we had issues. And, um, yeah. So now in this life, we meet again, right? And for the most part, we cool. But the ending of the friendship became a little, uh, because of the money. Another thing I found out about when the two souls was in that life, because my soul did something to him in that life, in this life, the agreement was we was going to meet again, obviously. And I guess he was going to get his, it was like, it was retaliation on my soul. So the retaliation on my soul was the money. He kept the 10%, right? Now, this is the clean version, meaning he kept the 10%. My spirit, I was like, all right, cool. Because obviously my spirit knew Something that I didn't know. My spirit knew something that Valerie didn't know. So Valerie didn't know about this whole past life thing, but my spirit knew. That's when my spirit was just like, yo, let it go. Leave it alone. And I did. Let's just say I was one of those people that was like, nah, bump that. You know, I need my money. <laughs> right? You got to give me my, give me everything back F your 10%. I'm going to try not to be cussing, right? F your 10%. I want every single dime that I gave you because you didn't fulfill da-da-da-da, right? Let's just say I was on that type of time. And I got some, um, I got like some of my male friends to attack this dude, <laughs> right? Let, I mean, seriously, let's say I got him jumped, beat up and everything for the 10%. Now, what I just did is create more karma, 
for myself because the agreement more likely was that we meet and whatever, whatever, right? So the dirty version, the calmer version would have been me being a certain type of person, retaliating over over him trying to keep 10%. The clean version was because my spirit was like, nah, leave it alone. I honored my spirit. I said, all right, no problem. And everything is done. Agreement most likely is over, right? And th this is a true story. So that right there shows you there was th this, I don't see where, how, the free will comes in completely. It To me, it wasn't free will because I was still bonded to connect with this person. And I made a choice to not take it further, right? However, if I had made another choice, it would have went, I would have created more karma. So in a sense, to me, free will is just not free. However, right here goes the disclaimer, because, you know, I freestyle these podcasters. However, right, how we react to people and basically is, is kind of like based on whether we're going to have karma or not. So now we have to really think it through with these interactions that we have with people and what we do to one another. Because had I been on some old, nah, dude, I need my money, I know for a fact I would have created more karma with myself, with that frequency of being on this planet. But because I chose the latter, I was like, nah, you know what, I right, it's whatever, it's cool, you keep your 10%, it's fine. I didn't create that. So free will sounds good, but I really truly don't feel that it's free. You know, I don't I don't think it's free. Now, maybe they should reword it or some shit because we definitely have, you know, we do have our we can make choices, but to say that like to say that it's a, a free will, you know what's even more interesting? A will is something that is also created um you know, if someone in a passing, you know, someone will say this person get this, this person get that. And it's like leaving, you know, whatever to family, friends, whatever. That is also considered a will. Again, that's like a contract. And a contract is something that we're bonded to. Well, until, you know, I guess anything is until it's fulfilled. So... Just my perception of free will and just things that I have been going through and viewing, I'm at a point where not only am I paying closer attention to my interaction with people, but I'm also paying very close attention to how I leave that, that connection. Right? Be, and, and vice versa, and how someone is leaving their connection with me. However, I can't do nothing how somebody leave their connection with me because, you know, that's, that's their, that's their, that's their, you know, that's their life. That's their choice. But for myself, that's where I'm at with it because this journey, you know, is some shit. This is a, this is a real serious journey. This, 
spiritual journey, this soul journey. And it could be very um, disheartening sometimes. And, um, and that's basically it. I just wanted to share my perspective on free will and, you know, just, just more than anything, tell everyone to pay attention to your interactions. Like, like, really pay attention. Like, like when you vibing with people or vibing with a particular someone, like try to get to the baseline or the foundation of why y'all connecting, you know, because if it's under a soul agreement and it's on negative terms, then what, you know? And if you keep on doing something negative to that person, because you can't seem to find yourself in a place where you can walk away, then all you're doing is creating more karma. And so this is why I'm also saying that free will is not free. Just to go back to that story, society, right? Like, let's just say, you know, obviously, you know, if you haven't picked it up by now, I'm from New York, born in New York. I'm from that area, New York, New Jersey, to be honest with you. That's that's just my energy. Brooklyn, it is what it is. Some Queens, a little bit of Long Island, but I'm from that area, right? So people will call New York concrete jungle, right? Now, why would they call that place the concrete jungle? Because we always hustling. We always trying to make things happen. It's always a hustle in New York. We, I mean, it's a big time hustle, right? We trying to make it. We trying to survive. What? Survive of the fittest. <laughs> Mob D. That's New York. That's Queens. It's true. We're always trying to survive. So ideally, the way I responded to this brother, society, New York, let's just say, or just in general, I won't say New York, but like, you know, in general, society be like, oh, you played yourself. You should have got your money. You know, you should, yo, he played you for that 10%. You know, now mind you, if I tell you exactly what the interaction was, meaning why I gave him the money, what it was that was supposed to be done. If I tell you like in detail what it is, ideally you would say I should have got back all my money. And I'm being honest, but I, I don't feel like I have to say the detail of the exchange. But at the same time, um, you know, I didn't get all my money back. And again, he kept 10%. So in the street, shit, for all I know, it's like, damn, shorty, you got played, right? It's like, I got played. Society would have had a person questioning themselves, thinking they're punk, or because they don't want to go through the ridicule of society's putting that pressure on them, they'll react, right? Oh, let me get my goons to get you, or let me call da-da-da-da to come attack this brother, you see what I'm saying? And then right there, there goes karma. So this is why I say free will is just, is just, I don't see how. I don't see how. We could definitely make our own choices. So I guess we should call it, it should be called free choice. 
because that whole word will, maybe it's the word will that's getting me. I don't know because like I said, will is also like a contract. So it's just, it's just something that I, I felt like I had to speak about because we definitely have came back on this planet in a different, um, you know, in, in this new form of being whoever we are now. And we have God knows how many agreements and contracts with so much other people. And I promise you, not all of them are good and not all of them, you know, are bad. You know, like they, they are whatever they are. God, I don't know what they are, but they are what they are. But I also will say this to you. A lot of those agreements are based off of our heart chakra. And that's something that I I witnessed, you know, because however that person, however those souls separated in that life, it was through the heart. Like, so the agreement was, so let's just say, um, the two married couple, right. That loved each other so much in the, in their heart space. That's where the, the contract, the bonded, the bond is, it's in that heart. They love each other so much and they supported each other so much that the agreement was they will meet again in this life. And again, I don't know, you know, whether to get married again, whatever. But eventually when the two souls meet again, yeah, if you're into that stuff or whatever, you'll realize what the two souls came to meet again. And I have, again, I met people, I know souls right now in real time that I knew in the past, my soul knew in the past life. And in this life, we support each other. We love each other. We nurture each other and we're there for one another. So this definitely exists, right? And it and is about growth and all that good stuff. But just like, just like I said, with the, um, soul contract with this brother and our heart space, it wasn't really based off of love. It was based off of, um, I I don't, I don't really want to say greed, but it was based off of, um, pain, you know, it was based off of pain and I want to say retaliation, but it's more so pain. Because in that life, that soul, the soul that I had, took him out, took that soul out, you know? So it was trauma. It was pain. So in this life, when we meet again, it's as if that soul had to be, had to be, um, needed like that type of, um, not rejuvenation, but you know, what word am I looking for? God knows it's like 6 a.m., or probably seven, eight. Oh, it's almost eight o'clock. It's still early. Um, but the soul needed, it just needed its, um, it needed to get back. It's what's the word I'm looking for. Oh my God. It can't come out, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, it needed that. (laughs) It needed that. And so, and he got that, you know, he got that. Um, he he got it. And it's and I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. It wasn't no added karma. I'm good with it. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say what I say. Like, you know, that word free will, like it's it's such a catch twenty two. I really just don't feel like it anything is free on this planet. Because if it really was, you know, we would if it really was free, I don't feel that we would be in so much of uh mental 
a mental prison at times, you know? So it's like, how can it be free? But yet we're like in this box. It's like, or they want us in this box, whether it be with religion, with the government. Because the reality is I can't go to the beach and just a, a public beach, right? Because now we got public and private beach and just go in the water and just say, I'm going to go ahead and, and bathe naked in the water. I can't do that in in a public beach because right there is like, it's a public beach. And so how is that free? That's just an example. But anyhow, um, that is my story on free will and what it means to me. And like I said, this was a whole freestyle. So you get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, God knows this is all out of love. This is all out of me releasing, you know, things that I go through and just um, my perception of my of the journey that I'm in right now. So I appreciate you listening. I appreciate um, you. And by all means, you guys stay safe. I hope this message resonated and it will help you to apply how you deal with people and, you know, just move a certain way because right now it's really critical times and the planet is, is shifting. It had already shift. I felt the shift. And, um, if you want to grow and continue to have this development of being truly free, then we have to be so mindful on how we interact with one another and and um just to kind of imprint we leave, you know, just to kind of always have this mentality of the I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's a catch-22 that comes with that too because sometimes we could have the I don't give a fuck and we're just creating more karma. And that's what I'm saying. And if you really just don't want to um, come back, you know, we don't want to keep on creating more karma. Oh my God. Every time I'm saying goodbye, something else pops up. So just real quick on that heart chakra thing I was talking about with the two souls meeting. Um, another thing that we know is that, um, Mayat, right? Is it Mayat? Yes, I believe so. No, it's not Mayat. It's, well, Mayat is the whole balance but what I want to say is that when they talk about um, the feather and the heart, weighing the feather against the heart in comedic mythology, right? African mythology. They talk about the heart and the feather being weighed. Now, if your heart is not supposed to outweigh a feather, that means we are not supposed to hold on to all these traumas that we have as we journey, the more trauma we hold on to in our heart, the heavier our heart becomes, the heavier our heart becomes, the more we are bonded to these contracts and we can't be free. A feather is light. God knows it's so light. And on a, on a physical level, if you weighed a feather and a heart together, you know, good and well, that heart is going to outweigh the feather. So obviously this is more symbolic. So that means in our heart space, we have to get to a place where we are not holding on to these burdens and these traumas of these interactions that we have with one another and let it go. So it could be as light as a feather. So I just had to, um, 
put that out there. And, and again, just going back to my, this is why I feel like it's not free will, you know, because we have society telling us one thing, we have culture, all types of stuff. Anyhow, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. Please stay safe, stay in alignment as, as much as you can. Um, I send out divine protection and divine intervention to all that is listening. And I pray all is well with you guys. Stay in your light. And I speak to <clears throat> pardon me. And I'll speak to you guys soon. Peace.